Hello everyone, my name is Aarti and you are watching HW News. Welcome to South Connect. This is our weekly show where we talk about important news from across the southern states of India. Let us begin with Karnataka. In a significant development, the district administration of Chitradurga on Tuesday requested an investigation into 22 orphan kids who were kept in Murugamat. Following his arrest in October for sexually assaulting two young girls aged 15 and 16 who were living in the Mutt's residential quarters, the same Mutt and its chief seer, Shivamurti Murugasharana, are involved in a scandal. The investigation was ordered as a result of a complaint made by the Odnadi organization to the Child Welfare Committee and the additional district commissioner of Chitradurga. The seer and its Mutt's illegal acts were first disclosed by this organization. The Muruga Mutt-run Basveshwara Orphan Children Home and Akka Mahadevi Hostel housed the orphans. The CWC has been asked to find out the whereabouts of the parents and the children's situation. The investigation will now concentrate on whether the adoption processes that were followed while these kids were being housed at the kennel facility. The CWC's proper handling of its obligations was questioned by the Odenadi NGO, which also complained to the SP and DC. 13 concerns relating to the orphan children are listed in the complaint. The call for the replacement of the rape accuser, who is currently being held in judicial custody, is only getting louder. An attempt to remove Shivamurti Sharana as the pontiff at the meeting last week by former minister ended in disarray when some of the seer's devotees objected to the state government's choice of the administrator for the mutt. P.S. Vastrad, a former IAS officer, has been appointed administrator of the mutt by the state government. In another news, Zika virus is a rising concern in India as a five-year-old girl has become the first confirmed case of this virus in the state of Karnataka. For those who are unaware, the Zika virus is mostly spread by the bite of an infected ED species mosquito and as of now, there is no vaccine for Zika. Although the virus is not as deadly as COVID, it requires hospitalization and during pregnancies, the Zika virus can cause serious birth defects. The government is maintaining caution and necessary instructions have been given to the Surveillance Health Department official in Raichur and neighbouring district to send the samples for Zika virus test in case of any suspected infection are found in any hospital. Let's move on to the state of Kerala. In a heartwarming incident, locals, the district administrations and social activists in Kochi's Mattancheri joined forces to fulfill a Nepali woman's goal of returning to her native country. Locals discovered Pima Kumari Devi residing inside the remains of an old structure that is now thought to be the hangout for drug dealers about a month ago. They discovered that Pima Devi was a Nepali woman who had immigrated to Kerala with her husband, a security guard at Hindustan Petroleum, 48 years ago. Soon after the death of her husband, loneliness loomed Pima for 18 years. According to the report in the News Minute, Pima told she had been living in the ruined building for more than 11 years and she had faced attacks from anti-social elements using the building for various purposes. For decades, she remained hidden within plain view, barely surviving, living in the hope of one day seeing her homeland. She had said, if I die in my country, Nepal, my soul will get redemption. This is what she had told media. She was moved to a shelter home in Tevara by a district administration under the direction of the collector Dr. Renu Raj and MLA Hibi Dane. Mukesh Jain, a trader from Kochi, then stepped up shortly after to arrange for a trip to Nepal. 
Mukesh, a stock dealer and trader of tea leaves, claimed that he first learned of the elderly woman residing among ruins in Matancheri while on business in Bihar. When he arrived back, he made contact with her. On Tuesday, Pima Devi's family met them at the Nepal border. The reunion brought an end to the decades-long ordeal of a widow longing to go back her home. In other news, Brazilian star Neymar thanked the football-crazy southern state of Kerala for their unwavering support after his giant cutout was installed in Kerala's Puruvallur River in Koikur district before the World Cup. Installed by the fans of Brazil in the run-up to the FIFA World Cup 2022 in Qatar, the cutouts attracted the attention of football lovers all around the world. Now, Neymar himself seems thrilled by the cutouts and expressed gratitude on a post on Instagram. Quoting that, he said, Thank you so much, Kerala, India. However, according to the reports, the cutouts of Neymar and Cristiano Ronaldo have now been removed after Brazil and Portugal were eliminated from the quarterfinals. Only Lionel Messi remains alone in the middle of the Pulavur River. Earlier, FIFA, the international body governing football, had shared a photograph of the cutout in the Pulavur River and tweeted, Hashtag FIFA World Cup fever has hit Kerala. Moving on to Tamil Nadu. DMK's youth wing leader and MLA from Chepak Thiruvallikeni constituency Udyanidhi Stalin was sworn in as minister in the Tamil Nadu cabinet on Wednesday. Udyanidhi, who has been allotted the portfolio of youth welfare and sports development, said that his priority was to make Tamil Nadu a sport destination. Tamil Nadu Governor Aran Ravi administered the oath of office to Udyanidhi on Wednesday morning at the Raj Bhavan in an event that was attended by Udyanidhi's father and Chief Minister M.K. Stalin, cabinet colleagues, officials and others. With his induction, Tamil Nadu's cabinet strength increased from 34 to 35 and Udyanidhi occupies the 10th position. Elected from Chepak Thiruvallikeni constituency, this first-time MLA has been allotted the portfolios of youth welfare and sports development, special program implementation as well as the poverty alleviation program and rural indebtedness. Udyanidhi, who was a film producer and distributor and later took to acting, made it clear that Mamannan, directed by Mari Selvaraj, was his last film. I was supposed to act in a movie to be produced by Kamal Hassan. When I told him about my decision of not to act in it, he blessed me. That is what Udyanidhi said. Asked whether it was a big moment for him and his family, Udyanidhi said it was actually a huge responsibility. Let's move on to the state of Andhra Pradesh. The Supreme Court on Wednesday, December 15th, sought responses from the Election Commission and others on a plea which alleged that the poll panel had deleted 46 lakh entries from electoral rolls in Andhra Pradesh and Telangana in 2015. During the 2018 Telangana Assembly election, lakhs of voters in the state were unable to cast their votes as their names were missing from the electoral rolls. The voter deletions happened in the aftermath of the linking of Aadhaar with voter IDs under the National Electoral Roll Purification and Authentication Program, which was halted by the Supreme Court in August 2015. An RTI response later revealed that the Telangana State Election Commission had used Aadhaar to delete nearly 55 lakh voters without proper notice or verification. The Supreme Court on December 15th sought responses from the Election Commission and others on a plea which alleged that the poll panel had deleted 46 lakh entries from electoral rolls in Andhra Pradesh and Telangana. Let's move on to the next state, that is the state of Telangana. 
making foray into national politics, Telangana Chief Minister K. Chandrasekhar Rao on Wednesday, December 14th, inaugurated the central office of Bharat Rashtra Samiti in the national capital. He hoisted the BRS flag in the presence of leaders of Janata Dal Secular, Samajwadi Party, Rashtriya Janata Dal and former leaders of various state besides Telangana ministers, MPs and state legislators. After unfurling the party flag, Rao entered his chambers in the party office at Sardar Patel Marg. He was accompanied by former Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister and Samajwadi Party leader Akhilesh Yadav, former Karnataka Chief Minister and JDS leader HD Kumar Swami and other leaders. The inauguration ceremony took place between 12.37 p.m. and 12.47 p.m., the auspicious time fixed for the event amid the chanting of Vedic hymns. Elaborate religious rituals were performed on the occasion. Rajasimala Yagam was conducted by a group of priests on the occasion of inauguration. The opening of the BRS central office came nearly a week after the Election Commission of India accepted the request of Telangana Rashtra Samiti to rechristen itself as BRS, that is Bharat Rashtra Samiti. That's all for this week's South Connect. Do let us know what is your opinion in the comment box below. For more news and updates, you can log on to www.hwnews.in. Now be the first to know about the latest updates on our new news app. Go on your Android or iOS, search for HW News Network. Download our app, choose the language you prefer to get updates in and be up to date with the latest news.